CrossFit Casco Bay podcast on our holiday edition. It is a couple days before Thanksgiving. I got Nick with me. Nick, how's it going? Lovely, Zach. And yourself? I'm doing good, man. We got a we got a fun week ahead of us. Some some hard workouts to start off the week with. We had Grace and Isabel yesterday, and a burner today, a little triplet. So uh, we're gonna be ready to go. Uh, got a good some good workouts in us, and a little bit of soreness, ready to to put down some food. And that's gonna be the topic for today's podcast: is uh, how do we survive the holidays? So first off, most important question: What's your favorite uh, food item? Thanksgiving Day, you get the whole you get the whole everything's out. Dessert. All the fixings, main side dishes, everything's out. What are you What are you picking at first? I, it's tough because it's not a singular food. It's but I, I'm a big. I need the combo foods together. Okay. I'm a big Thanksgiving sandwich guy. Okay. Okay. So I actually last year even had the family. Uh, we had like specialty bread so that my Thanksgiving dinner wasn't even a Thanksgiving dinner. I just made a Thanksgiving sandwich instead of, <laughs> instead of, you don't go like bulky roll, like the classic, no, thing. no, 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 no. Governor's it's bulky nice roll. Big old f- slice of, of, of white bread. Um, and the new addition was, uh, Ellen's, um, mom made a cranberry sauce that I'm a huge fan of now. So I got the recipe and my, uh, my sister and my mom learned how to perfect it. So uh, that's a new the cranberry sauce on the oh, yeah. on the bread that is then filled with all the other fixings is is the go-to for me that's a really good call oh, yeah. really good call I think my favorite is uh, my grandmother makes a shredded potato casserole which has uh, cheese and uh, breadcrumbs on top so it's just full carbs it's carbs and fat carbs, so, carbs carbs. yeah I'm a big I don't know like I'm a big mix my plate kind of guy like I don't I don't like to I don't like everything separate you, you know how you, like, there's two kinds of people that like people that like kind of smear it all together and the people that keep things like compartmentalized I like to mix it I like I want my gravy and the potatoes and on the on the turkey I want to mm-hmm. you know grab some stuffing I want it all cranberries all over it yeah you got to mix it all up yeah yeah very cool. So the the real topic of the podcast is uh, we want to talk about, I think a lot of people get really hung up on this time of year. Um, it gets colder. We get more tired. The the days are shorter. It's darker during class. And, and, and obviously we have a lot of these holidays coming up with all these uh, temptations and all the food. So I think it'd be really good to, to pick your brain a little bit about how you attack the holidays and some tips for people going into it um, here shortly and how they can best uh, enjoy themselves and come out of it, uh, you know, better and not really beat themselves up about it. Yeah. Um, this is, this, it can be a really stressful time of the year, especially a lot of people, um, who come to the gym or are coming for the reason they're trying to, you know, improve upon that part of their life. Um, and then to know that you are now about to have, um, you know, Thanksgiving, And that immediately going into some holiday parties and then the holiday parties leading into the actual holidays themselves. And, and then it goes right into like some new year's parties and then you're like, okay, new year reset. And you're like, oh shit, that's a month. Um, and a couple of things there, it's, it's, it, it can be overwhelming. So you just kind of have to learn how, what's the best way for you to frame it so that you don't let it bog you down too much because it can be stressful. So the way that I like to look at it is first off, it's only, you know, if you go from Thanksgiving to Christmas, it's about a month, you know? So there's still uh, 11 more months in the year. Mm-hmm. So that's right there, a better ratio that, 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 that segment of the year you can be, you know, there's nothing that's going to be quite as crazy as this time of the year. Also, you start doing it down. It's like, well, say in that period of time, I only have five or six events 
you know, that's, you know, that's maybe on the higher side for some people. It was probably average for a lot, like five or six events, you know, that I'm going to eat like an a-hole in right. that, that, that's, that's five or six meals that, that you can kind of shut your brain off and not think about it. Like that's not going to crush your year. You right. five or six meals of, 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 you know, I mean, if somebody saw what I eat on Thanksgiving, like they might be concerned. Um, like there, I, I come within slithers of becoming a diabetic in a day. Like it's, uh, um, but I don't let those few events really get me too hung up. Cause you know, the, the secret to it is okay. The next meal back on whatever the heck I know is right for me. Yeah. And I think that's important. I think a lot of people make the mistake where they let it bleed over into the rest of the day, like the rest of the weeks, like in between. So like they have like a fun Thanksgiving, they eat a lot of food and then the next day they have Thanksgiving again because they have a bunch of leftovers and they continue to kind of like carry that through and that keeps happening over and over again with like the Thanksgiving and the Christmas and the New Year's and it's like, it, have the big day and then the move on and like the next day you can just have leftovers but at normal, you can even track them. Like if you think about a Thanksgiving meal, it's actually fairly easy to track. You have like potatoes, chicken and it's all separated on the table so when you put it away put it away in in in, in the in your you know tupperware and then you can just wait all out in the next couple days but on thanksgiving don't do that you know yeah. i'm also really big what i get after um i mean i try not to weigh in too much because i'm never the one that actually cooks so I'm not, i don't i try not to get too uh um pushy about it, but I'm very big on like not overcooking. So like not having too many leftovers with certain items, especially when it comes to sweets, because leftovers always get sent home with me because, you know, everybody thinks that I can eat, um, which I can. Um, but, uh, it's a, it's a heavy burden I, I hold of that expectations. Um, but, uh, not like encouraging you or whoever, you know, like whoever's hosting your, your gathering is, is, you know, don't overcook. You don't need more. You know, you always find there's like three freaking pies that didn't even get touched. And then there's some other specialty little sweet that like, you know, only had two or three pieces taken from it. So you're left with all this crap that like, yeah, it tastes delicious, but like, you feel guilty wasting it too because of how like some of that stuff's expensive when it's like really nicely made and the time that went into it and Mm -hmm. you have to kind of not get hung up on that and you know not be afraid to have the discipline of like all right well i'm not gonna have that and i'm gonna throw it out or give it to somebody else you know right so the planning is, is useful and not everyone has like the situation, like some people like walk into a Thanksgiving where the meal is being prepped for them. But I think it's one of those things, you know, that if you do get sent home with leftovers, you don't have to eat every little bit. And if you do, you don't have to eat it all the next day either. We don't have to have a, a day two. Um, so I, I would say know yourself in that situation. Cause I, if I get sent and that's why I don't usually try to take a lot of leftovers. And if I do the, the, like you said before, the meal itself with like turkey and, you know, peas and potatoes and stuffing, you know, I usually don't bring the stuffing back, but the other stuff, you can make a good meal out of that, um, to work for, you know, a fairly, um, proportional macro breakdown. Um, but know yourself, like if I get sent home with a bunch, I'm going to eat it. Cause I, you know, it's just, yeah. it's Thanksgiving food takes better when you eat to a point where you're overindulged. It's just for some reason it just feels that way. Yeah, uh, sure. and that, but that's what I know about myself. I can't, 
I have no self-control. So I choose not to do that. Yeah. And it's the same with me. If it's in the house is it will be mm-hmm. eaten yeah. and by me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. or Sarah and I will fight over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, you kind of, it's like goes back to like one of the founding principles of like going on like a diet of any kind. It's like, just don't bring it in the house. Yeah. If it yeah. doesn't come in the house, you won't, you don't have to eat it. Right. It's yeah. Not there. The, the pot, the pies will come home and, and cause Kaylee wants to, to bring a pie home and she's like, Oh, well she has a little sliver on the first day and then yeah. the rest of it disappears. And you know, and, uh, I do a pretty good job at making that happen. So it's, you know, it, it's, it's mixed again, know yourself, um, and p- limit the amount of obstacles you put in your way If you know, I, I know this is, is something that, I, um, I'm bad at doing. It doesn't, you don't need to like force yourself into a tough situation. Yeah. I think another thing too, that comes up with, the, with this time of year is, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I'm very much like a momentum eater, meaning like what I've been eating recently is what I will continue to want to eat. And so if I'm doing really well and then I have Thanksgiving and I go ham, kind of like what you're talking about, it kind of like opens the door for like, well, yeah, you already had a bad day. You can have another bad day. And like, and so also know yourself that way. Like if you have a lot of triggers, like if you know, like, man, if I eat, if I go hard on Thanksgiving and I bring a, bring a bunch of stuff home, I'm basically done for two weeks. Yeah. Like know that about yourself and like try to control that situation. Cause it, I, some people can like have Thanksgiving and they just move on. But others, it like opens, like you remember like how it feels to gorge yourself or to eat these certain things that you may have not been eating as much or at all for the you know months leading up to it. So that could be a hard day to like, you know, wake up the next morning and, and not just fall off the wagon completely. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, and, and but with that too, it's understanding. Um, I think that's kind of what we're here for is you, you, we, you have a community and a gym of that. Everybody here is in that same situation. Um, and if you're having trouble with it, there's nothing wrong with talking about it and like figuring out, Hey, how, how do I get back on track? How can you guys help me? Like that, that's our job. Um, so don't hesitate. Be like, yeah, I'm on a fucking bender right now. Can you, can you help me? And it's like, like, yeah, like we'll, we'll, what's what we're here for. Um, don't beat yourself up too much either. Like, again, like I said, it's, it's, you know, a small sliver of the year and you know, you can, there's ways to be very successful with this time of the year. And there's weird, there's, you know, ways of like, okay, I, I fell off the, you know, the rails a little bit and you know, I can, but you always need to remember with anything in regards to your nutrition or your fitness is you're going to have times you fall off, but the important things, you know how to jump back on and get, and get on track. Yeah. We always got to keep moving forward, right? It's like, you can't just keep, you can't get hung up on it. And I feel like a lot of people too beat themselves up about it. It's like, just enjoy it. Like it's okay. You can be extremely fit and aesthetic and have a Thanksgiving meal, like a really good one with a couple pieces of pie or however many, I think it's for you, it's cookies, right? You're just like down in those cookies. <laughs> but, but you're, but you're able to maintain a level of fitness and a level of aesthetic of having those days. And, and I think you could, life can be so much more enjoyable if you're, if you don't go into it with so much guilt, right? One thing that really bothers me, and I, and I know it comes from a certain good place, but this idea of like, I have to earn my Thanksgiving meal by coming into the gym early and like running a 5k or doing a bunch of like stuff. It's like, that's bullshit. You don't have to quote unquote earn your food. Now we can train hard. So it feels good to consume more. Cause I don't know about you, but when I'm really sore, it feels good to eat. Cause it's like, I feel like my body needs it, but you don't need to earn food. Like you're, just be with your family and friends and just have a good time. Like, that's a huge part of nutrition in itself is so many people have these hangups around food because it is a stressful thing. Um, and it's emotional. It's people have these, you know, very negative, 
you know, feelings around how much they eat and then the scale of their weight, like around the holidays and all this stuff. And it's kind of, um, learning to set that aside is really hard to do. Um, but, but it can be done and that's kind of, again, some of the stuff that we can help with. Uh, but just like you said, it's, it's learning of like, you don't want to treat it as like, Hey, I earned this burger. Like that's what a lot of people do. Oh, I earned that burger of like, you know, like you said, it's one of those where I, you want to think of food of like, all right, I'm just filling up my gas tank so I can smash this workout. Cause I just land, I just put so many carbs in my body that I'll be able to go for days. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't work that way all the time, but, uh, you can't yet. Yeah, it does, you know, there is a point of diminishing returns, but, um, that, and that's, that's the difference though, between everyday eating and then and the holiday eating is right. some, you know, overindulging on the holidays isn't the biggest thing in the world, but you don't want to do that on a regular basis. You, you know, you want to eat when you're hungry. Um, and if you learn to do that and fill yourself up with good foods, when you do hop back on track after the holiday or, you know, after the, the dimes you are eating bad, nothing will change. You, you might ha- see a spike in the scale for, uh, if you do track your body weight, you might see a spike in the scale for a couple of days because you just put so many carbs and, and con- like, you know, sugars in your body that your body is just retaining on to the, a, a crazy amount of, you know, water weight that comes right off. Yeah. You know, so you can't, you can't, you can't add on pounds of body fat in a meal. Yeah. I've tried. It's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, like even like, unless it's something that you really enjoy doing, you, you don't have to eat insane amounts just because it's the day, right? Pick away at it. Like have a, like I feel like because it's Thanksgiving, all of a sudden people think that I have to have like three plates of food. It's like, unless that's just something you do and you really enjoy that and you're able to recover and move on. But if you know that's going to mess you up for a few days, don't do it or just, or space it out. Like have, you know, pick at it while people are cooking or while you're cooking, have a nice meal and then watch football and have like one slice of pie instead of three. Like, you know, it's, you don't have to do it and know yourself. Again, we keep saying that, like know yourself. Like if you feel like you cannot recover from binging then, and that's not good for you mentally, then don't do it. Like just have a good meal and move on from it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that, and that, yeah, that really, that it, it is, it's all about just moving on, you know, next meal, next one up, you know, yeah. we're on to Cincinnati, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, what other, uh, what do you think? It, we've talked about this before about like you know, phases of your training. I, I think this time of year is also a good time because we're already, you know, more likely to be consuming more food, more carbs, going out more. It might be a good time to maybe take a break from your, your cutting phase. If you're in currently like kind of focusing on that and just trying to get strong, you know, like, you know, I, I know you don't have control over like the workouts you do, but you have control of over how you scale the workouts, you know? I think that this time, so if you want to look at eating in terms of, of your training phases and some people, you know, some of you guys don't even know what training phases are. So it's just kind of, you know, when you go in and out of this, the year, you can't always be doing the same exact thing all the time. There's kind of ebbs and flows to what we're trying to do. Um, and what we're trying to focus on and the intensity level that we throw in and, and you can get strategic about how you, you approach this in your training. Um, the weird thing about CrossFit is depending on what your goals are, if you are somebody that wants to see how well you can do in the open, you kind of, screws up what a normal like training cycle would look like for people that don't CrossFit or that are in the fitness and or, you know, like, you know, 
world of, you know, bodybuilding and stuff like that is like the winter time is usually when people bulk up. Yeah. You know, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it lines up right. You're not on the beach. You're not wearing your bathing suit. You get to wear a big old parka all the time. Like you're, you can get a little, get a little fluff on you. And then you, you know, you, it helps you, you know, kind of reset. And then as spring comes around, you start to, you know, really hone in that diet and, and see all the, the gains that you made through strength throughout the, the winter season. But CrossFit, you know, we have this freaking competition that comes up in the end of February and March. And it's like, yeah. you can't be fluffy for that. It's just, you're not going to be able to do well if, if, if you uh, haven't been having your nutrition dialed in. But that's the other cool thing about CrossFit is we're not, you know, if you eat for performance, then you look at food very differently. Yeah. You got to remember that if you, if you have the mindset of like, I'm eating so I can do as much cool stuff in my body as possible eating then becomes very different mm-hmm. because you're not really concerned about what your body fat percentage is you're not really concerned about what the scale says what you're concerned about is is my body capable of doing all the stuff that i'm asking from it mm-hmm. and the other stuff follows and it's like there's a reason why when you look at the crossfit games those athletes look a certain way it's like they don't care what their body fat percentage is if they can complete the workout faster than the other guy. Yeah. Um, if there was a competitive advantage to being in the 25% body fat range, they'd be there. But there clearly isn't. That's a reason why they're all around 10 to 7% body fat. Yeah. Um, so, but that that's not, and that's just coming from the what they're demanding of their body. And they're putting in the food to make sure that they can, you know, train as hard as they are and there's, there's you know you take that to a a little lesser degree if you're just a I'm trying to be fit for life um, but a similar style approach yeah and I think it's it's we can take uh, the fitness thing seriously we can take our body seriously and what we do with it and what we put inside of it but we also don't need to be the person that says no to cake on their daughter's birthday like you don't have to be that guy or that girl right you don't want to be the person that walks into Thanksgiving and sees your family and you have Tupperware with food like because you're like tracking your macros now granted if you have a bodybuilding show in January I get it I get it but I think there's more to life than 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 excluding these these days uh, of fun and being with family and friends and enjoying yourself you know, we're not trying to go to the games necessarily. We're just trying to be the best us we can be right now, right? I think you just need to be a risk realistic about what your goals are. Yeah, for sure. Because there, there, it's just like every, everything else that we do, it's a spectrum. And you can be the person that you are really honed in on. I want to be 5% body fat. Well, if you want to be 5% body fat, you are going to eat exactly what you need to eat every damn day until you don't want to have that goal anymore. Like it's just, that's this, the only way that's going to happen. Cause it's so demanding and your body needs to have that in order, like have that precision in order to make that happen. You can get away with a little bit more if you're trying to eat to perform. If you're trying to eat to perform, there's there, you can eat that, like have a lifestyle around it, but you can't do it super like, frequently. It's not something you can do all the time. You can sprinkle it in there. Yeah. Um, but you can also be somebody that I'm just, I was, I was talking to one of our athletes the other day and they're like, well, I CrossFit really hard so I can indulge outside of the gym. And it's like, okay, that's, that's not the best way I would say to approach this. But as long as you are realistic about understanding what comes along with that and you're not, and you're not beating yourself up that you maybe don't look a certain way or you're not performing quite as well as you, as, as others in the gym, that's totally fine too. Cause it can, you can, as long as it's not too overboard, you can stay health within a range of, Hey, I'm healthy. Right. Um, but, um, you know, 
it, it, again, that is very, it's not a one size fits all type deal. And that's, I think what you need to understand. Yeah, for sure. And I think the, the thing I want to kind of like my last kind of final point, and I'll let you, Nick, uh, give one more final point as well, is I, I think the biggest thing you can do for the next month is just try to enjoy yourself. Try to like try to do the best you can to take the guilt out of it. Take the, the I deserve this or I haven't deserved it or whatever it is or feel, feeling guilty about it. This is supposed to be a really fun time of the year. And so let yourself have that. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and, and enjoy yourself and know that, you know, you have the, the other 11 months out of the year where you can go hard and, and we're going into a really fun time in CrossFit where January, February, March, we're really going to ramp up. A lot of new people are going to be in here. You're going to meet some new friends and we got the open coming up, uh, you know, end of February, beginning of March. So it's just going to be a really good time to be a CrossFitter. So just enjoy this month, you know, don't beat yourself up too much about it. What is, uh, what is one thing you want to kind of have people take away from this podcast? Um, so I, I, <coughs> I'm saying when I go into this time, I just kind of have a plan, you know, uh, have that, have that conversation with yourself before you enter into all these engagements of like, okay, this is my expectation for myself. Um, and stick to it. You know, it's, it, if it is one of those things where you're okay with, you know, um, if, if you're okay with, I'm just gonna, you know, take it this one meal and just go off, you know, fall off the wagon. That's fine. But don't, Learn, like, come up with a plan of how you're gonna have your next meal lined up and ready to go the next day. So you're you're right back on it. Um, or you could be somebody that's like, you know what? I'm not gonna go all the way to that point. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and, and understand what I'm gonna eat at that meal, and I'm gonna leave it there. And I might even eat a little bit before I go, so that way I I'm not overindulging while I'm there. It's, it's, it's have have a plan ready for your engagements that you're you know gonna be you know you're gonna be going to. Uh, that that's the way you're gonna be most successful. And then, and then at the end of all this, I think the biggest takeaway you need to have is just don't beat yourself up over it. It's such a small portion of our year that creates so much stress and, and like results aren't made in the, you know, a couple days and or a month. Yeah. 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 They aren't, it, it, it takes time. So, you know, consistency and time is really the only way that you're going to get results in, in the kitchen and, and in the gym. And it's the few days that you have that are off. It's not going to, it's not going to affect the, the grand, the, the big picture. Yeah. So I hope you guys got a little something out of this. Uh, we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving travel safe. Uh, the gym will be closed on Thanksgiving and we have modified hours on a Friday, but we'll be right back at it next Monday to get you guys fit again. And, and we look forward to hear about what you guys ate and uh, how much you guys enjoyed it. So enjoy your time with your family. And as always, we'll see you at the gym. Take care guys. See you guys. Stay fit. <laughs>